Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Spirit Radio Podcasts. And I'm going to be talking to Rebecca McDermott now. And Rebecca spoke to us earlier in the year about the lengths she had to go to uh, for her two sons to be assessed for autism and the costs associated with private assessments and treatments. And she also spoke to us about the Social Club for Children with Additional Needs and that she'd established and that's providing parents with an outlet in the community to help combat feelings of isolation in caring for those children. And she's here to talk to us this morning about those additional needs and what things look like for parents of these children during the summer holidays. Uh, Rebecca, how are you? Good to have you on the show this Hi, morning. Hi, how you doing, Karen? Thanks for having us on. It's a real pleasure. Now, you know firsthand the different challenges and struggles that some parents might be experiencing in supporting their children with additional needs during the summer, especially in terms of holidays and day trips. And, you know, the routine has changed and things aren't the same. It causes some difficulties. Absolutely. It's, it's summer kind of, you, it, it, it looks different for a lot of additional need parents, you know. It can actually, the uncertainty and the lack of routine of school can cause a lot of anxiety and apprehension during the summer holidays. So, you know, whereas other parents are like, let's spontaneously do this or let's go to Emma Park or something like that, that just isn't a, a thing that any parents can do with additional needs. You know, there has to be a lot of planning and emphasis on um social stories, videos, pictures and things like that to help prepare kids for what they're going to do on a daily basis. You know, so it's it's just it's completely different to what I would have I would have known before having kids. Yeah. And and uh, in terms of holidays and going away on holidays, is that something that's just too much for some families or you know, have you been able to get away uh, abroad yeah, on holiday and we, do the we family to, holiday um, thing? We went to Portugal there recently, but we basically we cheated. We brought my parents with us. So there were Great um, idea. Two, two adults to two kids, but they still beat us a lot of the time. So um, we had got the DAA lanyards you can get from Dublin Airport. And what that does, it gives you the special assistance. So they're absolutely fantastic in the airport. They You get the fast track right. and they will check you in without having to queue and everything like that. So it, it really does help and assist with make a kind huge of sensory difference. overloads. And they also have a sensory room in Terminal 1 that you can book in the Dublin airport, which is excellent. But what we did for our kids is, um, with our elders, we had to do like trips to the airport ahead of time. Oh, okay. So we drove up. Trip one was just, you know, going the old Dublin airport road, seeing the planes going overhead, explaining we had books on going on holidays. We were watching video clips, and then we would go into the airport on our second trip and just go and walk around, get them an ice cream, and we'd go back home again. So... It's not just a case of just packing the bags and going to the airport for us. There's a whole logistical... preparation, you know, there's planning with OT and everything like that about how we're going to keep them regulated, how we're going to get them onto the flight, you know, what happens if the flight's delayed, all that kind of thing. Like, there's a lot of planning that goes into it and and I think everybody's exhausted by the time you get to your destination. Well, at the best of times, it's it's challenging travelling these days, to be sure. Now, you mentioned the lanyards and how good they were at the airport uh, for you guys. How do do people get in touch to organise that? What's the first step there? Well, at the DAA, it's on their website. So they do look for proof of diagnosis. 
Um, but they are very good and they don't just last the one year. So once you have them, you can carry on keeping them. But um, they, you can also use the sunflower lanyard as well. Great. So it's it's basically just a visual for, for the airport and they'll look out for it and they'll understand then that your child, you're travelling with someone in the family with additional needs and they are very good at helping you out. Um, then we flew with Aer Lingus and they were very good at helping us out when we were in Portugal coming through the other sides. So it definitely is something that all parents should avail of. So make an effort and ask for it and see what services are there. Absolutely. And even, I suppose it's the difference because we're in the airport and we have the visual lanyards to show that we are an additional needs family. You don't have that when you're, a lot of time when you're out on a, a normal kind of, you know, visit to a petting farm or a park or anything like that. And that's when people, I suppose, we would find the difficulty if one of the kids have a sensory overload and they start to kind of drop to the floor and to the outsider it looks like they're having a temper tantrum and you get the looks and the tuts and all that kind of thing yeah. whereas your child's just having a really hard time and I think that is where a lot of awareness needs to be created for people who don't understand and don't know that you know that the looks and the sideward glances and the tuts don't help you know you should really just go over to the person ask them do they need a hand or that kind of thing can you carry the bags that they're trying to do with the child and things like that so it's, it's it's, it, that's why a lot of parents, I think, at this stage with additional needs kids, listen, you know, is this trip worth it? Is it worth going abroad? You know, is it worth taking the day trip? You know, how's my child going to react? How are people going to react? And it's, you know, it's it's a lot of pressure on parents. And it must be a little isolating if people feel, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go anywhere because I feel, you know, something might go wrong. Uh, that must be a real challenge for parents. Absolutely. And it's, it's even like, you know, are there going to be cues? Like, you know, I know my kids won't queue. Um, so trying to even then explain or a festival or something like that where there's queuing for face painting or balloon modelling or something like that, my kids can't queue. And then you're trying to kind of explain to the person, can my kids skip in just to get a little something done in their face? And then you have parents kind of muttering in the background and you're kind of saying, well, you know, please be understanding, please help. And, you know, I think that's where we need to to start kind of looking beyond what's happening you know it's it's a it's a invisible disability yeah and and it's important i guess as you say that we just make some awareness for people and maybe they'll react a little bit differently and that could make a huge difference in a situation like that absolutely yes and i to be honest with you i probably would have been one of those people who would have done the sideward looks and the can they not control their child before i had kids you know my hypothetical children were much better than my actual children (laughs) (laughs) you know but um you know, so now I, I look and think, oh, my God, you know, I, w- I was awful. You know, I was saying, why, why is that child on the ground in the middle of the supermarket? Why can't that parent control their child? But now I'm living that reality. And, you know, I feel dreadful for how I used to think. Yeah. And I think that that's where I feel that the awareness needs to come about and people need that bit of understanding that the child's just having a really hard time and is having a complete and utter sensory lo- overload and needs empathy and understanding and the parent needs maybe a bit of assistance. Yeah, I, I think that's the thing that jumped out at me from what you said. You know, if people just said, can I help? It would be so much more useful. There mightn't be anything for them to do, but if they just say that, at least it takes the, the sort of stress and the, out of the situation and maybe can be of use and can be uh, helpful for those parents. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And that's why I suppose we, we started off This Is Me Neurodiversity. It's, uh, I was just going to ask you about that. <laughs> jumping ahead of you here 
Um, we started it up as a support for families, um, children, parents, carers, aunties, uncles. It's, it's for everybody. So we support um, within the Republic of Ireland online through um, online platforms. And then we also, where we're based, kind of Dublin Wicklow, we're doing camps and kind of family support evenings and everything like that. So we've, it's really taken off and the demand has been, it's, it's been overwhelming that the, there is a need out there for families families to receive more support socially um, and kind of emotionally. And I see Victoria's given me a note here that says there are 2,300 2, families joined in just three months, yeah, which is yeah, kind of incredible. incredible. That's a huge number and yeah. obviously speaks to the need and the demand there for this. Yeah, so what we do in the Facebook group, so it's slightly different from other support groups, is that we have within the Facebook group this chats and they're split out by county. So you can go into your county, whether you're in Kerry, Donegal, Dublin, and you can speak to other parents and communicate with them and you can make up play dates, meetups, chats and that kind of thing. So it's, it's really about creating your own community and finding your own tribe. That is fantastic. And it's what uh, social media should really be about. It's the positive side of it big time. And it's obviously working really well. No no judgments there, you know. It's it's one of those places that you can go to and just be like, you know, I'm finding parenting hard today. I'm really having a hard time. And all you you feel is warmth and support and understanding because that's what all parents go through, regardless of having additional needs or not. And, you know, I think that parents need that outlet without feeling judgment or any kind of negativity and that's what we're here to do so and we also are doing kind of um we did a wellness and mindfulness workshop last week just to help parents deal with their own stress and try and manage their own stress especially in ahead of the summer holidays yeah very good and how can people find out more about what you're doing about the support group on facebook and any events that are taking place in the next little while we're on Facebook under This Is Me Neurodiversity and we also have an Instagram page as well. But if you want to join up to any of the camps or activities, it's all on the Facebook and we have tickets at the moment on Eventbrite. So at the moment we have activity camps, dance, art classes, we've got a summer camp and then also July 20th we're going to do a support and information evening for newly diagnosed children on the spectrum. So we have a speech and language therapist, occupational therapist, behavioural consultants, and myself all there for the evening just to kind of guide you through your 20-page diagnostic report that you would have received for your child and just kind of take you on a whistle-stop tour of what you're entitled to, what it means, and just kind of make you feel at ease that you're not alone. Wonderful. And again, all of that uh, through the This Is Me Neurodiversity group on Facebook. It is great stuff. Rebecca, thanks so much for talking to us today. Really appreciate it. I I hope and I'm sure it has. That's given some solace and some ideas to somebody who is struggling with the kind of challenges you were talking about. Thanks again and hope the rest of the summer goes really well for you. Thanks for listening to our Spirit Radio podcast. Don't miss out. Subscribe today. Find out how at spiritradio.ie For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.